0: Hey you guys, I'm your host Diana, and welcome to the Becoming a Divine Lady podcast. Hey ladies and welcome back to Becoming a Divine Lady. I hope and pray that everybody is having a great week so far. As always, I would like to start out with a thank you. Thank you all for tuning in for another podcast with me and being on this journey of becoming a divine lady. I definitely appreciate the support. As I mentioned, we are definitely growing and I appreciate all of you who have been sharing with any other ladies that you may know. It's appreciated. And like I said, you never know who you may be helping. So you could be a blessing to someone else and not even know it because... You know, as I always say, you never know what somebody else is going through. So thank you for sharing with any ladies that you may know. Thank you for listening. Continue, please, to share, share, share as much as possible. It's all about getting the word out about God. It's all about us becoming divine ladies. Um, I just feel like we're in a season right now. And the world is so hectic, and we need to really focus on becoming divine ladies, okay? Last podcast, we talked about pressing our way through which is a chapter in the book called the ferocious warrior and that book is by cora jakes coleman Um, if you haven't already purchased the book if you're able to purchase it I will leave the link below the link will take you directly to Amazon where you can order it there Amazon does ship internationally so I will leave that in the link below for any of you who is interested just really quickly don't forget to sign up for the daily devotionals that are brought to you by Faith Walker I will leave that link below as well the link will take you directly to becoming a divine lady website all you have to do is enter your email and we'll take care of the rest we'll make sure that you have your daily devotionals Monday through Friday um, at 6 a.m every morning just so you can start out your morning with the word of God okay so that's just really quickly um, we're going to go ahead and jump right into the podcast this week I wanted to do another chapter on the book and just to reiterate the book is called the ferocious warrior by Cora Jakes Coleman This chapter is called Lift Yourself Up and I thought that it was a really good chapter to share with you ladies. I know that some of you don't have the book or some of you not able to get the book and that's okay but I thought that these two chapters the one that I went over last week called you know Press Your Way Through and now this one this week again it's going to be called Lift Yourself Up but it, it was such a blessing to me. It touched me in so many different ways. I thought that Somebody else needed to hear about it. So I'm going to share this, this chapter with you to start out. I'm going to start out with the scripture that this chapter is based on, which is, um, in John chapter five, verses one through 13. And I'm going to read it from the NLT version. I suggest you read it from the version that helps you the most. Okay. It reads afterwards, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days Inside the city near the Sheep Gate was a pool called Bethesda with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men laying there has been sick for 38 years. When Jesus saw him, he knew he has been ill for a long time. He asked him, would you like to get well? And some of the other translations says that Jesus asked, do you want to be made whole? Okay. All right. Jumping back into it. It says, I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to put me in the pool when the water bubbles up. Someone else always get there ahead of me. Jesus told him, stand up, pick up your mat and walk. Instantly, the man was healed. He rolled up his sleeping mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath. So the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, you can't walk on the Sabbath. The law doesn't allow you to carry that sleeping mat. he replied the man who healed me told me pick up your mat and walk who said such a thing as that they demanded the man didn't know for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd but afterwards Jesus found him in the temple and told him now you are well so stop sinning or something even worse may happen to you then the man went and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who healed him And here are some self-reflection questions to ask yourself to start out. Okay. The first question is, have you ever felt like you have been stuck in the same position in life for years? The second question is, have you allowed your condition to control you and keep you from lifting yourself up? And the third question is, do you want to be made well? All right. So let's go ahead and jump right into this topic. So just to give you a little background on the scripture we just read, this man has been laying by. It's a healing pool based on the research that I found when I looked it up. But it, it was a healing pool that when the water started to bubble or get stirred up by the angels, that meant that whoever would enter in the water would be healed from their disabilities, right? And this is why... There were people that was disabled there. There were people that were blind, lame, or paralyzed. People who were sitting on these porches and who were crowd around waiting for this to happen, as it says in the Bible, right? And this one man in particular, he was considered as lame, which means that he wasn't able to walk. He wasn't able to use his legs. This man has been lame for 38 years. And he tried and tried and tried to get in that water once the angel stirred it up and once it started to bubble, but he never never was able to make it in. He never got help from anybody and he never was able to basically drag himself over to get in the water. And once Jesus came, he asked him, would you like to get well? Like, would you like to be whole? And Jesus told him to pick up his mat and walk. So something that Cora talks about in this chapter is, it really had me thinking, right? She said that, she found it interesting that Jesus did not help the man get into the water. Like think about that for a second. This man has been sitting there for 38 years, waiting for someone else to help him get into this water when it stirred up. And again, Corver said, and it really had me thinking, so I'm repeating it, because it's, it's really something to think about, right? Corver said she found it interesting that Jesus did not help this man get into the water. He simply told him to pick up your mat and walk. And Cora also mentioned that this man had to lift himself up. And so do we. Like no matter how long you've been down, no matter how bad you feel or how lonely you become, it's time to lift yourself up. If you have been letting your your current situation or whatever situation that you're in, if you have been letting that situation control you and keep you stuck, It's time to move on from that place so that you can become the divine lady that you want to be, or you can become the ferocious warrior that you want to be. And there's so much that we can learn from it. And there's three important points that Cora talked about on the scripture. And I, and this is what I wanted to share with you ladies. Point number one is that Jesus sees you. And I'm going to read to you this point verbatim as Cora has written it, because I just feel like it's so important. Um, what she says, it states when we are in need, Jesus is drawn to us. Jesus connects with what is going on with us, despite where we find ourselves. The lame man was lying in the only thing that he knew. And oftentimes that is what we do. We lie in what's familiar when the reality is we need to get up. The lame man laid in his pain and sorrow. he looked for someone to help him. Well, no one would. He stayed in the same place for 38 years. We never hear that he tried to drag his body in the water. We never hear that he had been trying to get into the water in any way, but he clearly had enough faith to believe that something was going to happen at that pool because he was lying there waiting. He was not born there. He had to have been taken there, but he had been lying there and waiting for someone to help for years. Have you ever just been waiting and waiting for help out of a bad situation and all you can do is trust that something would turn around eventually? That's how this lame man probably felt. After the first year of nothing, the man could have easily started dragging his body back to where he came from, but he had enough faith to wait there for something to happen in his life. The fact that Jesus will come to our rescue is encouragement, but endurance is necessary in faith. I'm going to read that part again. The fact that Jesus will come to our rescue is encouragement, but endurance is necessary in faith. And this lame man waiting for 38 years for something to happen for him shows that he was willing to endure. The Bible does not say for sure, but I believe his endurance is what drew Jesus to him. He may have given up on getting in the water, but he did not give up on being by the water. And because he had not given up hope for a miracle, the enemy couldn't block his encounter with Jesus. God saw the lame man and he sees you. He is writing your story in such a way that he is going to step in and take over carrying everything that once was keeping you stagnant and broken and that you thought you did not even have enough strength to bear just because you do not walk with physical companionship does not mean you're alone god is watching and he is with you he takes care of those who have faith and trust them all right so that was point number one and i felt that it was really important to read that verbatim like i said she made so many points in that in that point number one that it was important to read it just as it was. Um, point number two, she talks about you have the power to get up. And in the scripture, Jesus asked the lame man, do you want to be made well, right? And when I personally read the scripture, I, I was thinking, like, why did Jesus ask him this question? What made Jesus ask him, do you want to be made well? And I believe that he already knew that this man wanted to be healed based on what he was sitting, right? He was sitting right next to the pool, but he never made it inside. So imagine how many people walk past this man daily. He was used to people counting him out. He was used to people ignoring him. But Jesus asked him a question. And the only thing that made sense to me was that, Jesus was trying to test his faith. He wanted to know where this man's heart and mind was at, right? Even though Jesus already knew that he can heal him, I think that Jesus wanted to make sure that this man was open to receiving the healing and open to receiving the truth that there was someone who was not going to walk over him, but instead that that was going to help him, right? And Korah stated that, Sometimes we just need to experience the presence of Jesus in the midst of a long battle that we feel we cannot win. I'm going to repeat that again. Corey stated that sometimes we just need to experience the presence of Jesus in the midst of a long battle that we feel we cannot win, right? Having Jesus step in and check on your heart and your faith is enough to give you strength to lift yourself up. No one had to check on the lame man. And when Jesus finally did, he asked him a question to see where his heart was at. And then he gave him instructions, rise up and take your band and walk. And with this instruction, this man had to make an immediate decision to change his mind. Jesus gave him an instruction that will force him to act on faith. When Jesus told him to take up his band and walk, the, the, the scripture tells us that immediately the man got up and he walked. The man could have easily said, like, you crazy. Like, how could you tell me to get up and walk and pick up something when you know I have been in this place for 38 years? He could have easily said, like, I can't walk. He could have, he could have got smart. Like, you see me sitting in front of this water. Why are you telling me to get up and walk? He could have said any of that. He could have said, who are you to tell me to walk? But. The same faith that took him to the water and ultimately kept him near the water is the same faith he needed to take up his bed and lift himself up from that place of victimhood to be a victor. The power to overcome what he had been sitting in all that time came when he decided to trust the presence of God literally right in front of him. Literally. Literally. And he had to make a decision. He changed his mind about the situation that he was in. He had faith. Instead of questioning and second guessing, he simply took up his bed and he walked. That is faith. It's not a, It's not questioned. It's not a second guess. We talk about faith several times on this podcast. And faith will cause you to have an experience with God through prayer, Worship or reading a Bible that will make you completely change your mind and become new become a divine lady, right? You cannot experience the presence of God of in your life And not expect it to lift you up and help you and become a better person Better than you ever have been better than you were before better than you are now better than you have ever been but faith You have to have faith this man He didn't give any excuse. He did not give any excuse to jesus when he told him to get up he just got up and life as he knew it changed just like that in an instant it all because he believed jesus when he told him to pick up his bed and walk so it really had me thinking if we have enough faith to look at our situation to say that it might not have gone the way that i thought it should go but i am grateful that it happened because I understand that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And, and that's Romans 8, 28. It's one of my favorite scriptures. When Jesus told this man to get up and walk, he was instantly healed of a condition that he had for 38 years. Here's the thing, like Jesus still does the same healing today. And you can be dealing with something that you have been suffering from all your life or what you feel like has been all your life and jesus can walk into that situation and ask you to do what seems impossible you can be suffering right now and god will still look at you and say do you want to be made well like i'm telling you ladies like even me going over this chapter with you again to me is so powerful when you think about it it's powerful So point number three that Cora talked about is take up your bed and walk. You cannot lift yourself out of depression, out of sadness, out of anger, out of bitterness without first having an experience with God. No human, nobody else can make you whole. Only God can make you whole. And we have to take the responsibility to say that we need Jesus and, and, Anything that we're going through, we need Jesus. And some of us have been searching for people to help us in situations when we should be looking for God. Cora stated that the lame man couldn't blame anybody anymore. He had to take responsibility for himself and say, I'm in charge of getting up. And that's exactly what we have to do. We have to own our part in ending up where we are. And if our life, our situation is not what we desire it to be, we have to choose to do things in a new way. We have... You have laid in this place of anger and frustration for too long. It's time to fight. But sometimes we look for a way to avoid the responsibility we have in a fight. So we point fingers instead of trying, or we blame everybody else for our issues that we didn't believe in ourselves enough to do something about. We put the blame on other people. Cora said that after so many friends came and left, she learned that she had to take responsibility for the way that she loved, the way that she argued, the way that she hurt, and the way that she communicated. She had to take responsibility for the way that she cried and even the way that she forgave. Forgiveness is tough because it requires us to take responsibility for the role that we play. And then we have to lift ourselves up out of the pit to find ourselves. It can be easier to play the victim to examine ourselves and really grow from it. To be ferocious, and I'm going to add in to become a divine lady, maturity is required. You cannot be immature and always think of yourself as a victim And and be ferocious in prayer life prayer is not just a matter of asking god to give you things It's also a way to posture ourselves to give to god we submit our thoughts to god in prayer we release our will to god in prayer we give our praise and thanks to god in prayer and we give up control to god in prayer Trust in him to release the answers in his way and in his timing. You are not a victim of your circumstance. Sometimes things happen to us because the situation is making us better or stronger. You cannot keep holding on to your version of the story just because the truth is too hard to admit until you have the strength to look at yourself and say, you know what? I am wrong and I should have never done what I did. You cannot lift yourself up. As long as you attempt to justify your wrong, you cannot make it right. Everything happens for a reason can be a way we justify the wrongs we commit. Make sure you're not justifying bad decisions. So you don't have to handle what would happen if you took responsibility of your choices and lifted yourself up. So ladies, sometimes when we pray, that's God's perfect timing and you will receive what you ask for right away. Right. But it's also sometimes when we pray And God is not done perfecting us. God is not done working on us. So the answer doesn't come when we expect it, right? And it doesn't mean that we stop believing God is able to give us exactly what we pray for. Faith gives you the power to lift yourself up out of the situation. We just have to believe it. Faith is so important with our relationship with God. It's so important in life because We have to have faith to get through this thing. Like, it's so much that happens on a daily basis. And you can really lose your mind. But faith will help you out of all of that. Like, we really just have to believe. So, again, ladies, I hope that this podcast was able to help somebody, right? When I read this chapter, I thought that it was really important to share it with you ladies. And just to reiterate the three points that we went over, the first... Point was God sees you no matter what situation that you're in God sees you and he hears you the second point was you have the power to get up you have to have faith and trust God that everything is under control like you have to have that faith he may be testing us in some of our circumstances but we have to trust God and know that you have the power to get up and the final point was to take up your bed and walk Let's give up our control and give it to God and know that God's timing is perfect. And also remember that like, we have to be obedient. Because when you go back to the scripture, this man has been sitting there for 38 years, but Jesus told him to get up and take his bed and walk. And he was obedient. That's obedience. He trusted Jesus and what he said, and he trusted who Jesus was. And he did exactly what he said. He took his bed, he got up, and he walked. So, again, ladies, I hope that this podcast was helpful for somebody. Um, please share with any ladies that you may know. You know, as I always say, you never know who need to hear something like this. You don't know everything that, that your friend may be going through because they could be keeping keeping it to themselves. Don't forget that the link to this book, The Ferocious Warrior, will be below. Um, again, I think it's a great read if you can, um, the link will take you directly to Amazon where you can purchase and they do ship internationally. Okay. Just as I did the last podcast, I'm going to read the prayer from the book, the ferocious warrior and the chapter again is called lift yourself up. Okay. So the prayer reads, God, thank you for giving me the strength to pick myself up. Thank you for loving me enough to want me to be well. God, thank you for coming to my rescue, showing me who I am and not allowing me to rely on others for what I must do myself. Lord, help me to be who you have called me to be. Lord, I thank you for giving me peace in my situation. I pray, God, that you bind and destroy everything in me that keeps me in a victim mentality instead of being victorious. God, I pray that you show me my heart towards others god when i am wrong show me where i'm wrong and give me the courage to admit it so that i may be able to become better than i was before lord help me not to be close to my healing and yet not strong enough to reach for it help me not to hurt people when i am hurt help me to apply the word to my life so i can heal i sacrifice and surrender my control so you can rest rule and abide in my life god i praise you for being my way maker and my bright and morning star i love you Thank you for guiding me into the things that enrich my spirit instead of contaminating it. I pray, God, that you give me an eye to observe the things going on around me that I would hinder me from lifting myself up. Help me to know who is for me and who is not. Help me to be careful about who I give my favorites to. I pray that as I grow and develop in the fruit of the spirit, you will pour into me and pour out of me everything that makes me less like you. Give me the strength to walk in the victory you have given and keep the people in my life who are going to sharpen me and not cut me. Release angels to help war on my behalf and give me the desire to reach for you in all that I hope to do, not just for me, but for everyone connected to me. Keep my passion for you strong. I will be forever careful to give your name all the glory, praise, and honor it is due. It is so by faith and it's by faith it is so. Amen. So, ladies, I hope you was able to hear that prayer. If you needed to hear it again, I suggest you go back and just repeat it on that part if you have to. It's such a good prayer. You know, just listen to it and listen to the words in detail. Um, I appreciate you all for tuning in for another podcast with me. And I hope you ladies have a great rest of your week. Bye, ladies.